Derek and Steve present You Heard It Here Second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And you are listening to episode 152. Uh, Steve, how's it going? Derek, it's busy. It's busy. You're, we you are got, busy. Your life's cranked up a bit, huh? Did you know I am a lawyer now? I did know that. We talked Officially. about that. Officially, yeah. In yeah. our little montage thing, we talked about like how you you know graduated law school and studied for the bar and took the bar and and you still are waiting the results probably right? Yeah. So technically, yeah. I'm not a lawyer, but like right. I'm practicing. But you have a job I'm, as I'm kind of like yeah. a law clerk. I have a job right. as a lawyer. Right. Uh, but I consider myself more of a podcast host right, who is right. a lawyer as a hobby. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. Um, I would agree with that as well. Um, by the way, if you hear any sirens going by, I have sirens outside my apartment. So. Oh, big city um, guy. Just yeah, living just in big the big city. 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 Li- so living, many sounds. Yeah, you know, just a city guy, just a podcaster who's a city guy on the side, you know. Um <laughs> So so yeah, you know, it sounds like your your life has gotten a little busier as you as basically we talked about this off the air that you know your job is basically to just like spend time now. So you just like have yeah. a lot of time spent. You know, yeah. So. It's, I was telling Derek, it's not how well you do, it's how long you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many billable hours can you do? <laughs> um, so quick rundown. Today's episode actually will be shorter. I know we've said that many times, but we mean it today. We have we have we have a nice lean agenda for you. So. I um, knew you would say it. Every time we it, say it, it's long. I know, but eventually we have to reverse the reverse the curse. You know, we're reversing the curse today. Well, then so, you better hustle. <laughs> so section one, we got sports. Um, section two, we got what was formerly known as the mailbag. We'll introduce the new name. We don't have a sound effect for it yet, but we have chosen the name. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we got some miscellaneous topics and end with a quick little final drive. So real, real lean episode here. So we're going to do this. You ready, Steve? I'm so ready, Derek. We're doing it. Let's kick it into sports. All right, so starting with sports, it's uh, still in the honeymoon phase of football season, getting back into the swing of things, right? Like we're about to start football. We just kicked off college. So the only thing we're talking about today is football. Um, so, Steve, you have the privilege uh, of being a Super Bowl champion fan. Thank you, as sir. As we've talked about. And that means that you get to your team opens their title defense on the opening night of the season, which is a great night for any returning fan having won the Super Bowl and also a great night for the challenging fan base to be able to face the champs. So what are your thoughts on week one Bucks Cowboys starting on Thursday night? How excited are you? I'm so excited. And I don't know if so is this um, correct me if I'm wrong. This like whole uh, what's this game called where it's like the Thursday before Uh, the week like America's game or something like that. Yeah, I forget what they call it, but But it's always the Super Bowl champion and someone else. Since uh, I think they said since like 2005, I think it's been the Super Bowl champion. It's been for a while now. They've been running this format. So So. I actually haven't been able to have this because the last time the Bucks won the Super Bowl was 2001. It was before this. So this is very exciting to be basically kicking off football season. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're actually going. It's Thursday night. We're going to Julian B. Lane Park, which is in downtown Tampa. There's like a big concert. There's events. There's like they're doing they're showing it on a big screen outdoors. Yep. Um, it's free. It's like the it's like the NFL kickoff event. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, right. do you know who the the concert is? No. It's Ed Sheeran. 
Oh man, I know. Is he? Wow, does he that scream seems football like a letdown. to you? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, not. Does he scream no. welcome back to football? That that yeah, no, that 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 should that's information that Vegas should know when placing the spreads on these games. Like that's right. gonna that's gonna ruin the mood. Take like, the under. Take yeah, the under. Right. On they might be asleep at the start of the game. Right. Wow. Okay. Um. So I'm super excited. <laughs> I do. I, I we'll talk about like actual predictions and stuff down the road, yeah. but. Football's back. I always get real yeah. into baseball for all summer and I really love it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so fun. And then football shows up and I mm-hmm. think, what the hell was I doing watching so many <laughs> baseball games? Yeah, right. I, I mean, and we're not talking about baseball at all today. We, we'll, we'll talk about that probably next episode will be the time to talk about the actual playoff push. It's, we're getting close for baseball to that time of year. Um, but you, you're right. It always is interrupted by that excitement of the start of football season. It's like, yes, it's back. Like even just watching college football this past weekend, it's just... yeah. It's just great having like a bunch of games on and now knowing that next weekend we have an NFL slate uh, and, of course, preceded by the game on Thursday night. So, yeah, that's excellent. A uh, little side note, Buccaneers 100 percent vaccinated came out. Let's the go, other day. baby. So the uh, the Bucks really getting their getting their act together with that. And so, you know what yeah. the bigger story of that is? Yeah. That Tom Brady is vaccinated. Yeah. You know, because that's yeah. a huge like he obviously didn't come out and say, I am vaccinated. You yep. should get vaccinated. But saying the Bucks are 100% vaccinated is basically an endorsement to get vaccinated by Tom Brady. Right. Um, right. And, and maybe he may or may not want people to know he was vaccinated or not, but now they do because he's one of the 100%. Yeah, um, exactly. So I think yeah. that's big. And it's it all is. all thanks to Bruce Arian. He's a, he's a no-nonsense guy. The players love yeah. him. Even the guys who are on the fence, like Leonard Fournette, came around. So yeah, very happy with, with the way uh, this organization's been run. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people to that point, like there were a lot of people out there that were like, there's no way Brady's vaccinated. Right. Like Brady's got this whole, you know, the whole thing. The guy won't eat strawberries. He won't drink <laughs> yeah. coffee. Right. Like. And so there was this whole narrative. People thinking like there's no chance. Right. TB12 but, method. Yeah. So, yes, that that's valid. But at the same time, you know, a part of my brain was also at the same time thinking like what in this world is more important to Tom Brady than winning. Right. Nothing. Like what there is not a thing. Right. And so. There's a clear advantage for your team if you're all vaccinated. You don't have to risk missing time. You don't have to risk forfeiting a game, you know, all this stuff. Right. So it's like there, there is both sides of that coin where it's like you could say, yeah, his whole TB12 method would be a reason he wouldn't have. But at the same time, like this guy would do anything to make sure that his team is in its best position to win. Right. So um, either way, hopefully it was also just for his, you know, you know his reasoning just to want to get it and, and, yeah. and be in favor of getting it. Um, but nonetheless, the Bucks hundred percent. So that's great for them. Um, yeah. Anything else I, on the yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just very, very happy. I'm su- super excited. Love the Bucks, and I I want to stop. I, I like don't want to talk about the Bucks every episode, but like no. I feel like we have so, to. I, so no, I know. So look, look, and and we said this before. We said this in our season two, like kind of debrief. Right? Like we're not going to just like default to like Bucks Pats every time, right? Okay. But this particular but episode, first of all, first of all, yes. But second of all, I do think these are two of the bigger storylines and they pertain to our two teams. Right. So heading into the season. So Fair. Uh, real quickly, uh, the second point is on the Patriots, which uh, we talked, you know, in the preseason about the Patriots quarterback situation. Turns out Bill Belichick yeah. listens to you heard here second because I actually re-listened to that episode. And was like, whoa, <laughs> Derek kind of hit the nail on the head. Well done. Um, he chose to start Mac Jones. And uh, I will say we got that question from Scott that was submitted. Uh, remember that start? Uh, bench and cut right and I did say like okay I was like I'm not crazy enough to say they should cut Cam Newton I was like I think that they should bench him but I don't think that, that seems crazy to cut him and what well, you know they cut Cam Newton 
Um, now, in the interim, speaking along the vaccination uh, topic, Cam did miss five days of practice because he was unvaccinated and didn't get go didn't get COVID, but had to sit out five days because of like a lack of formal testing. When you're not vaccinated, you have to follow these procedures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people speculated that was part of the reason he got cut. Whether or not it was, um, Mac Jones wins the quarterback job. So for me, and and again, this is not just a Derek Steve thing. This is a this will be probably the most anticipated regular season matchup ever. Um, gets even spicier now True. because I, yeah, in my right. opinion, anyway, because I talked to you before, I think, about how I was just not that excited about the prospect of Cam Newton versus Tom Brady in that return to Gillette Stadium. Something just like it just lacked the juice for me, you know, like, like it. Like Cam isn't the successor to Brady, so it like just yeah. felt like Cam was there like to take a beating from present. Brady. It was yeah. like past versus past, but or now present versus past. Yeah, but now and again, I'm not saying like Mac Jones is going to go out there and beat Tom Brady, but now there's a storyline, right? Like now you've yeah. got Tom Brady going back to New England, facing Mac Jones, who is his replacement. I mean, the first first round pick, 23 year old kid that is now the quarterback, the franchise quarterback. Right? To me, that I mean, that that, that matchup has for- so much juice now. That's way more reason for Brady to just didn't demolish. Oh, them. you know, like I, he feeds I'm, off that stuff. I'm saying on both sides, I just feel like that there's so much juice to this now. You know, if it was Cam, it's like, yeah, this is still in transition, right? Now it's Belichick and his new protege against yeah. Brady. Like it's, I just, I just now think it's that Belichick matchups. versus Brady actually. It, yeah, right, right. Instead of this like weird interim period, right? That's how everybody felt last year. It's this interim period with Belichick waiting for the next guy. Well, he picked the guy. He's got him now. So. Yeah, uh, I'm fired up for that one. And I think that that storyline just gets way better. So um, those are the couple quick hitters on the NFL leading into it. Any other major things jumping out at you before we run through the next segment? No, um, just that we're going to do quick picks. Um, yeah. I'll let you describe the scoring, but every week we're going to just run through them. We're not going to give them any analysis because there's yeah. so many games and it would just yeah. be a waste of your time. But yeah. we are going to keep track and. There will be a prize or a punishment yeah. for the winner or the loser. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. We got to figure that out. And so okay. uh, all all recommendations or suggestions uh, are welcome. So you can use DerekandSteve.com slash ask, uh, submit on the form there, which, by the way, people have been doing a great job of. And yeah. we've got some more today. Um, but if you've got ideas for what the prize should be or what the punishment should be for the winner or the loser of our pool, feel free to submit them. Um, so like Steve said, every week we're going to run through this. We're going to keep track. Uh, I guess it'll be every other week because we, we don't really go uh, steady every week um, with the podcast. But on the weeks that we podcast, we'll do the pick slate. Um, so the 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 interesting wrinkle here, we've done pick them before at times in the past, I think, but we've never done it with the spreads. And I fe- and the, I, I joined one of those pools this year where you pick all the games every week. And like, I just realized how much the spread makes it actually kind of tough. Like, like, like it's pretty well, hard to the, pick against the spread. That's the <laughs> whole know? point. And that is, yeah, <laughs> it's the whole point. It's how Vegas makes their yeah. money, you know? And so... Um, so we're going to run through this whole pick slate, the way it's going to work, uh, for every answer, uh, that we get for every pick, we successfully pick it's one point for everything we get wrong. Zero points. The only exception every week, Steve and I are both going to pick one game from this list, uh, with the spread, of course, that is our lock. Okay. And our lock of the week is worth three points with a swing. So like, if you get it right, it's three points. If you get it wrong, it's minus three points. Okay. So High stakes on that one because every other game, if you get it wrong, it's just nothing. But negative three if you get your lock wrong, three points if you get your lock right. Does that sound good to you, Steve? Uh, it sounds amazing. I'm ready to kick right. your butt. Let's go. Let's do it. So 
Here we go. Game number one, as we just talked about Thursday night, Cowboys plus eight at the Buccaneers. Who you got? I'm taking the Buccaneers at minus eight. How could I not? Super Bowl Buccaneers minus eight. I I had a feeling that was your pick. I'm going Cowboys plus eight. Uh, Again, we're not going to analyze, but I'm going to I'm going to take the points. Cowboys plus eight. Next one. Eagles plus three and a half at Falcons. I'm going Falcons minus three and a half. Who you got? I'm going Falcons minus three and a half. All right. We're aligned there. Next one, Steelers plus six and a half at the Bills. Who you got? I'm taking Bills. Bills, I think the yeah. Bills are going to be good. Minus six and a half. Me too. This team keeps getting better there for real. I'm going to I'm going to lay down the points and go with the Bills. Vikings minus three at the Bengals. Who do you got? I'm taking the Vikings at minus three. Vikings. I think they're going to be good All too. Right. Vikings, yeah, they, they could be good, but I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with Joe Burrow bouncing back if his offensive line can protect him. We'll see. Uh, next one, 49ers minus seven and a half at the Lions. I'm taking Lions getting seven and a half. That's a lot Ooh, of points. taking the points. All right. See, I'm a not, rookie quarterback? Yeah, true. Well, we, we don't know for sure who's going to wow. start, but uh, we think either that or Jimmy G, who's been kind of a disaster at times. Right. I'm still going to take the Niners. I, I think the Niners are too well-rounded, and I just think their defense will do it. Um, next one, Cardinals plus three at the Titans. I'm going to take the Cardinals and the points. Who you got? You know, I, I hate both these teams for, for <laughs> some reason. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm also going to take the Cardinals plus Cardinals. three. I don't want yeah. that. But I feel like this is a clash of styles with these two teams, like very yeah. different air raid versus like kind of ground and pound. Um, next one, Seahawks minus two and a half at the Colts. Who you got? Seahawks minus two and a half. I feel like is a very good pick. That sh- it should have been my yeah. lock, but <laughs> so Seahawks minus two and a half is my lock. It can be yours if you want, but no, um, we can't lock the same yeah, we, stupid yeah, game. Yeah, I guess we probably can't lock the same game. We might need a policy for if. If one picks before the other, because I did put my picks in before you. But submitting that one officially as my lock, Seahawks minus two and a half. I don't understand the line. I think the Seahawks are way better than the Colts. Uh, I'm going with Seahawks minus two and a half there. Next one is Chargers minus one at football team. So I got the football team plus one. Who you got? So this was my lock. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> I think I should do thoughts? a lock at a plus one, mm, minus true. one. But I can't see any other game. Hey, well, I mean. If you feel like it's a lock, that spread is easy to cover. You know, well, I guess, and even you're getting points there. So, mm, I, I'm gonna yeah. say football team, but it's not gonna be my lock. Okay, no lock yet. So Steve yeah. is is flying by the seat of his pants now. Let's go no, football Not team. going for the lock there. So now I'm in. I'm in the dark here. I'm. I can't wait to see who he picks as his lock. So next line, Jets plus five at the Panthers. Who you got? I'm taking Jets plus five. Jets. That's, He's taking the Jets one. and the points. Yeah. All right. Panthers. I'm going stink. with the Panthers. And the Panthers do stink, but I'm going with the Panthers anyway. Uh, I just think the Jets also stink and, and are a little bit of ways away from getting out of it. So I'll take the Panthers. Um, Jags minus three at Texans. Who you got? I'm going to take the Jags minus three. Jags. I'm also going with the Jags minus three. People tend to forget that Trevor Lawrence doesn't really lose football games very often. Yeah. I think he will lose football games, but uh, not against the Houston Texans, I don't think. So, um, so I'm taking the Jags minus three. Next one is Browns plus six at Chiefs. This line is interesting, but I'm going with the Chiefs minus six. Who you got? I think this is my lock. Going I think with it. I'm going Chiefs minus six lock. Gotcha. I and thought I for hate, a second you were about to go with the Browns as a lock. I'm like, wow, that's a bold, that's a I bold lock. I hate picking the Chiefs because I just they're just lame and I hate them, but <laughs> they're very good at football. Yeah, they indeed they are. So there's Steve's lock minus six uh, for the Chiefs there. Uh, hosting the Browns. So that's, you know, home game against the Browns, you'd think it would be. But I'm going with the Chiefs as well, just not my lock there. So next one, Dolphins plus three at the Patriots. Who you got? 
Pats minus three. Pats minus three. I'm this going is same. Classic, this is classic New England. They're just going <laughs> to rebound like it's nothing. They might go undefeated. I, I optimistically agree, but I'm I'm saving. I'm not I'm not going with the lock just yet. I, I you know still a lot of question marks, but I believe that you're right there. I think they're going to bounce back. Um, next one is Packers minus four and a half at the Saints. I got the Packers minus four and a half. Who are you going with? I've got I've got the Packers minus four and a half. Jameis is going to throw all, four interceptions. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Four TDs, two to each team. Um, this might be, this was almost my lock, but yeah. yeah, Packers minus four and a half. Gotcha. All right, Broncos minus two and a half at the Giants. Who you got? I'm taking Giants with points. Giants with the points, all right. Yeah. Less than a field goal. It should be a tight one. I'm going to go with Dimes. the Broncos. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Danny Dimes has a lot to prove. We'll, we'll see if he shows up. Uh, I like the Broncos with Teddy B winning that job, so this we'll see. This is also a matchup of two quarterbacks with great nicknames. Yeah. Danny Dimes versus Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's iconic matchup. Yeah. Um, so we're split on that one. Next one, Bears plus seven and a half at the Rams. Real interesting here, not fully knowing who the Bears are going to start at quarterback. Who you got in this one? I'm going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be pretty good this year. I agree. I think the Rams getting Matt Stafford is going to is going to give them that bo- the boost that they need. I think they still have a great defense. Bears start Justin Fields could be a wild card. You never know what's going to happen if he's not very heavily scouted or anything else yet. But seven I'm and a half lay- is also a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. But I am going to lay him down and take the Rams. Um, last one on the sheet. I believe this is a, a, some of these at, at the end are Monday night games. I didn't actually check the schedule. Uh, Ravens minus four and a half at the Raiders. Who you got? I'm taking Raiders with points. Raiders with the points. All right. Yeah. I'm going with the Ravens uh, minus four and a half. So uh, there's the slate. We got a we got a pretty good amount of differences here. Uh, so uh, the scores you will be interesting. First was tough though. Yeah. Then, true. Like, I, ha- I felt like I had to pick some different. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so if you want, we, we can discuss this for future iterations. We can keep the picks uh, separate if we want um, and kind of uh, submit them without seeing each other's. But I kind of had put mine into the agenda. So I mean, I'm still going to win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, reminder that my lock is the Seahawks minus two and a half, and Steve's is the Chiefs minus six and a half. So there you go. Um, any closing thoughts on football before we kick it to the next section? Uh, I guess go Chiefs. Go, yeah, no, yeah, that but go Bucks. Feels gross. Um, I'll, I'll have some stuff to report from yeah. the yeah, NFL we'll kickoff to... game on Thursday. And I'll let uh, you know, maybe... Uh, I'll do a final drive about how Ed Sheeran is live. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that'll be riveting. That'll be 100% riveting. He's very sad. Did you know that? <laughs> um, all right, so that brings us into our second section, which has been renamed. So I'm going to let Steve answer because it is time to slide into our DMs. Um, so yeah, the new so that, name yeah. is slide into our DMs. We need a sound effect because I'm yes, not well, going to have like awkwardly yell that every time. Yeah. Um, but my, I don't want to, I have, I have thoughts and I, I pitched them to Derek. We're going to see if they work. So yep. I don't want to speak them on the podcast now in case they don't work. But that's currently the new name. Yeah. Slide into our DMs. I support it. Yeah. I support it. And, and, and we will have a sound effect for that next episode. So uh, do kids still say that? I hope so. I mean, and if not, it's a throwback, you know, so do people still slide into DMs? Actually, great question. I don't know. I'm not well, sure. it's definitely more relevant than mailbag. So yeah, we're sticking with it. Definitely, <laughs> 100%. So uh, similar to last episode, first uh, submission we have here is another one from Dad Joke Queen. So we have, we have our first, we have a, a couple of re- potentially recurring guests here. So we like to see that on You Heard It Here Second. Um, Dad Joke Queen submits, why was the basketball court wet? Do you have any guesses, Steve? 
Why was the basketball court wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> Oof. There you go. So, uh, so dad joke queen strikes again. What, what, what a joke. Are those what even joke. dad jokes or just bad jokes? <laughs> I don't, well, so I guess, I guess it hasn't been specified that they are dad jokes. That's just their name, I guess. So oh, true. I guess dad joke queen might not tell only dad jokes, right? So I don't know. Um, by the well, way, that's I, Queen with I a K. So totally respect the um, <laughs> recurring submissions. That that is that is something I respect. Yeah, and we the and jokes we, and are I, I, <laughs> they're we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how we'll, the next we'll, week's we'll are. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So second uh, submission is from Andrew M. Uh, Andrew M. asks, which food related mascot would be your champion in a trial by combat? I love this question. This is a great question. This is a great question. Yeah. It has to be food-related mascot. I'm yeah. going to go first because you took mine last. Sure. I'm just going to brainstorm because I haven't thought yeah, this okay. through. Okay. But Tony the Tiger has to be one of them. Yeah. He, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's so beefy. He was, I think he, yeah, he was my leading candidate for this. Um, you also got, you know, if, if you want to go, you know, beefiness isn't the only factor, right? Like you True. could, you could win in other ways. The, uh, the Cheetos guy, like the Cheetos, uh, Cheetah, you know. True. Speed, he's very sly. You know? So you got speed there. Um, speed and and he's clever. Yeah, right. And he can speak. Well, I guess they can both speak English. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Do they both? Yeah, they both. They both speak. Yeah. Well, I think they both Tony speak the Tiger English. has can say one thing at least. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Now what? Now what about? Uh, can you pick any uh, like Wheaties athlete, for instance? No. You know. Uh, no. Just, then just, I mean, just, just, what, just you Michael Jordan versus Tony the Tiger. <laughs> I think I'll take Tony the Tiger. Um, um, underrated, maybe Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Kool Aid Man's got size. Kool Aid you know? Man is huge. Yeah, and, and like he runs unit. through walls. He just runs yeah. through walls. Like, yeah, he's like, do you pick like, do you draft an offensive lineman first overall? That's right. That's the Kool Aid right. Man. I mean, like, what's Tony? To the, what's Tony the Tiger's path to victory against Kool Aid Man? You know, like, yeah, it's, t- it's tough to think of. Tough to so. This is t- <laughs> that's a tough one. I, do you have an official pick? I think Tony the Tiger. I'm gonna pick Tony the Tiger, but like, there's so many good ones. Like, I think, yeah. like the Burger King mascot is. Mm. I think he's oh, kind of he like sketchy as hell, you know. Yeah, but like, isn't he's he always enormous? doing weird stuff. No, yeah. he's not enormous. Oh, I thought he was huge. His head's huge, so he's a his big head's target. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess he. I guess I was assuming that he was huge because his head was huge. No. Um, if you're gonna go with Tony the Tiger, I'm probably gonna roll with the Kool Aid Man, because okay. I think those were the two clear front runners from like in my quick Google searches of like what I could find, like trying to jog my memory of of uh, food mascots. Those were those were the key ones. So um, those are good. I mean, yeah, you can also gonna, be like freaking like Quaker Oats man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like beat up an old man. Yeah, or like Ronald McDonald or something. But <laughs> um, yeah, but that'd now, be good, now that'd be a good fight. Tony the Tiger versus the Kool Aid man. man. Yeah. And now next time I'm at the grocery store, I'm just my eyes are going to be peeled, like trying to assess the, you know, viability of these mascots in a combat by trial. So find your next champion. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew M. Great question. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Official. The official matchup is set. Tony the Tiger versus Kool-Aid Man. Um, so next question comes from Murph and Murph asks, would you rather lose the f- in the first? R- and this is, I think, in a hypothetical tournament, really basically of any kind. Would you rather lose the first game, uh, first round game? but win the consolation bracket or would you rather win the first round game, but get destroyed in the second round? There's a, there's a lot of variables in this question. 
Like, yeah. what tournament am I playing? Like, how many rounds are there, etc. Right. But I think I'm a lose first round, win consolation bracket type guy. Are you? Because that shows you just had a bad game. That shows yeah. you just you know you had an off day. You That's and your true. team, whatever whatever sport you're playing, if you win, yeah, if you win out after losing one, you went x and one like five mm-hmm. and one six and one set like that's still a very good record and people be like dang that team's yeah. good yeah um rather than just i mean maybe a freaking sick upset in march madness would be cool yeah in the first right, round but right so so like envisioning a world where there is a consolation tournament like for the march in march madness like the play the teams that get eliminated in the first round go straight to the nit like just yeah. imagine that that's <laughs> yeah. what happens right um you know, I think in a scenario like that, I think I'm with you. I think I would like because the 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 monumental nature of winning the first round game isn't big unless it was like you said a 16 over a one or something. Um, in a different scenario, if, if the second round was like a semifinal game, then like you know what I mean. If this was like only yeah. a four team turn or you know an eight team tournament or something, then I would choose uh, winning in the first round because that like affording yourself the amazing experience of a high intensity game like the second round would be in that scenario i would choose that but i think yeah. in a longer and a bigger form tournament um where like a second round game would not feel that significant i would choose the uh winning the consolation bracket so yeah i'm not a i'm not a big like march madness upset guy anyway i yeah. think that's where mine stems from true true like 16 verse one that'd be it's so sick but of course true. they lose in the next round like yeah, that's where I'm. I'd rather just see a really good team win as many times as they can. Yeah, for me, it's all about the the stage that you set yourself up to play on, right? Like, like, like if that second round game was a great stage, I would take that over winning a consolation tournament that was not a great stage, hmm. right? That for yeah. me, it's about giving you know getting to the experience of that big game, you know, that big game feeling, you know. Cool. So if if winning the first round gave you the big game feeling, even though you got demolished, I would take it. So, so good question, Murph. Uh, Definitely keep them coming. We know Murph is a good uh, a good uh, podcast contributor, so keep those questions. Loyal listener. And next, Steve, you want to introduce this one? I do. I think we this may be another recurring uh, submitter, but the submitter's name is Trivia Lad, um, and it is, as you can guess, a trivia question. Derek, are you ready for your trivia question? I am. What was the largest denomination? of the U.S. Federal Reserve note issued for public for public circulation. So basically, what's the largest dollar bill, basically? Right. What's the largest denomination? For public circulation. For public circulation. Uh, and we don't have the answer, which is the funny, <laughs> right. funny yeah. part. Have you looked up so the we, answer? No, I haven't. So, <laughs> Neither have I. So we're going to need to look it up. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, wanna, obviously... We take our guesses. Yeah. So my guess... I. It's a very good trivia I'm question. Gonna, yeah, it's a great trivia question. Um, for public circulation, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess it. Uh, my guess would be the five would be $500. Interesting. That would be my guess. I don't think there's a thousand dollar bill. Is there? I don't think there is, but I can't, I have no idea if there ever has been. dollars good. Cause like Ben, you've heard all about the Benjamin. There's definitely a $500 yeah. bill. Gotta be. I think so too. Or at least I'm going to say, point there has been. I'm going to say a thousand dollar bill. All right. That seems like a lot of zeros on a dollar, though. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'm going to start typing into Google here. Let's see. Oh, wow, we were both wrong. Well, you looked it up? I looked it up. Do you want to know what the answer is? Yes, I do. The answer 
Well, and uh, Trivia Lad can tell us if this is incorrect information, <laughs> but it appears to be pretty correct. It's from investopedia.com. The $10,000 bill was I the largest denomination that. ever to be printed for public consumption. I almost said that. And based on the wording of that answer, I think that is where he got it from because it's, you know, denomination ever to be printed for public consumption is yeah. basically similar to what he wrote. So, wow. Who there was it is, on it? 10,000. Uh, I don't know that. Let me see. Google uh, it. I bet. Let's guess. Yeah. Like, um, who could even be? Let's see. Doing it live. Who was on Taft. the $10,000 <laughs> bill? You want the answer? Yeah, please. Salmon P. Chase was Who on the $10,000 bill. <laughs> salmon? Let's find out. Or Salmon. I mean, I think it's Salmon. He's got a former governor Pronounce. of Ohio. Yeah. Dude, this guy salmon is Salmon Portland what? Chase. Sixth Chief Justice of the United States. 23rd Governor of Ohio. Represented Ohio in the United States Senate. And served as the 25th United States Secretary of the Treasury. To honor Chase for introducing the modern system of banknotes... Wow. Wow, this is trivia. Yeah. That's real trivia. That's real trivia. Thank you, Salmon. Yeah. (laughs) He might be the only person in my entire life I've ever heard named Salmon, like past, present, or future. Me too. I almost read I almost said Salmon because I'm like, no one's named Salmon. Salmon. (laughs) Like Well, it's like Leroy Selman. Yeah. That's a last name. Right. Yeah. So well, there you go. So Salmon P. Chase on the ten thousand dollar bill is the answer to that question. Wow, so double trivia. So thank you, Trivia Lad, for that one. That was an excellent question as well. And we would love if, because we used to do trivia on here ourselves, and it was difficult, like for us to, to like, because it gets more fun if someone else submits it and we don't know, and then we can yeah. look it up, you know. Or if we can do, so, we, when we have guests on, we used to do yeah. trivia too. So we should get back True. into that too. Yeah, definitely. So, so there is slide into our DMs. We'll uh, have the sound effect for you next time. But excellent <laughs> questions from the crowd, and keep those coming. Uh, derekandsteve.com slash ask or usually by the way uh, sometime during the week we post on Instagram the story you can submit the questions there as well so uh, moving on next to a couple miscellaneous topics we have a few Netflix shows to talk about Um, Steve have you watched the one that I wrote here which is clickbait no I have not is it a movie or a show it is a show it's a limited series Um, so I'll talk a little bit about this one and you can talk about the next one because I haven't watched the one that you're going to talk about although I've heard about it Um, so clickbait is a limited series that I just started watching I'm halfway through it um, so far, I definitely recommend it. It's this kind of building. It's basically a murder mystery. There's actually some elements to it that remind me of what we tried to do, um, Steve, in, in the way of like how we struggled to yeah. actually write a murder mystery that put the clues successfully in the show. Right. right. Um, and so this this show kind of starts out with a disappearance. And as you go through, like it's basically trying to figure out what the heck happened here and you get more and more clues as it goes on. I don't really want to dive into the details of it too much because it is easy to spoil things that get introduced as the episodes go because each episode focuses on the backstory of an of a different character basically so far for me anyway through four episodes cool um but it's very creepy very weird um i would i would label it as dark um as far as the mysteries go not like overly but a bit disturbing as as more stuff gets unveiled um but it's definitely but and it kind of centers around it's called clickbait because it sort of centers around this viral video that starts it all that is basically like this mixture of like a hostage slash threat video um and that kind of kickstarts all the 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 craziness of like trying to figure out where where this missing person is and trying to save them and everything right and then figure out what happened to them so is it gonna make um, me uncomfy uh it's certainly yes at times uh. i think but and i'm not i'm not all the way through it yet so i will like i when i say certainly yes it's because as i've gotten to about the halfway point it's getting more uncomfy like the first few episodes aren't are just like pretty typical like mystery like murder like someone's mm-hmm. been captured right 
um, and is being held hostage or whatever. As you go forward more, it gets a little more uncomfy. So, did you watch well, The Sinner on Netflix? Yes. Is it more or less uncomfy uh, than The Sinner? Definitely not yet as uncomfy as The Sinner. Okay, but that it was probably the there. most uncomfy show I've ever watched. It, it, I will say now that it could get there. Having watched wow. four out of eight, uh, there's only eight episodes. It's not an ongoing. It's a limited series, so it's over after eight. Having watched four of the eight, I would say it has the potential to get to the center level of uncomfiness. Wow. So, well, if it, so I'll you're going to have back. to keep me posted on the comfort yeah. level because you're out. If, if it reaches center, <laughs> we are out. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am way out on that. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. So there you go. Uh, clickbait on Netflix. It was ranked like number one on Netflix the other day. So that's what kind of caught my eye about it. So cool. There you go. Uh, well, I'm going to follow you with another Netflix show. Um, mainly because the new season is coming out September 17th. So you have some time okay, to watch the nice. first two seasons uh, called Sex Education on Netflix. It is a British, I think British show. Um, very cute, very fun. It's a like a raunchy teen comedy. Um, that's the, yep. the best way I can describe it. It's very uh, whole, not, not wholesome, but very like... Um, it's it's like full of heart, you know. It's just very deep, yeah. very sentimental. Like just every episode, mm-hmm. it's cute and funny, but also really makes you feel. And we really like these characters, and they they don't pull any punches. Right. Like it's very raunchy, in a good way. It's they don't just yeah. force it on you. It's part of the show in general. So, right. I'm very excited for season three. Sex Education comes out uh, September 17th. I think they're like 45 minute long episodes like eight per season definitely doable very enjoyable bingeable um and yep. i'm very glad i watched it so highly recommend sex education on netflix there you go nice and, I, and you've you've recommended that to me before as well so i might uh that might be on my list to give a go soon um so there you go clickbait sex education two netflix recommendations uh from you heard it here second so there you go officially endorsed you heard you um, well, this is like actually yeah. you heard it here a second you probably heard of both yeah. those and now you're <laughs> yeah, hearing about right. it again <laughs> exactly um okay so uh the last item uh is uh, something that i'm gonna bring back steven can you hear can you hear that steve i you hear, hear something so <laughs> i hear something coming. right now i i think i hear it too i think that that's the book train so the, the, book, the, book, train. the book train is is All coming aboard back the book train oh gosh <laughs> so, it's getting close <laughs> It's it's almost here. It's basically wow. here at this point. Yeah. So anyone who all right, you need uh, to turn it off. It's so loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I didn't know how loud that was going to be. So uh, <laughs> anyone who remembers the book train uh, is basically like Steve does all these cozy book corners. He reads like a hundred thousand books a year, and I read yeah. like one, and then I, I get back into books and I read one book, and then that's basically it. And then I, but I end you read up it fading so away. hard. But I read that book so hard, and so um, so the re- this isn't a cozy book corner because I have not read another book yet, but. Um, something has caught my eye that I uh, intend to read that I'm, I'm going to and I think it's a, it's a unique idea. And this is almost like it's almost like they made this for me, Steve. So interesting. Um, have you heard of the forward collection uh, from Amazon? The forward collection. Yeah, And this is one of a bunch of collections. But Amazon basically with their Kindle branch or whatever has these Amazon original stories that they basically have been doing. And I don't know if you've seen any of them before. I have but this particular one called forward. I'll give you the quick little uh, readout of it. With brilliant imagination, today's most visionary writers point to the future in a collection created by best-selling author Blake Crouch. Um, these stories range from darkly comic to deeply chilling, but they all look forward, like in like a sort of that like uh, doomsday esque like right. forward looking futuristic stuff, right? Interesting. So this Steve, 
is a series of six short books um, by these authors. So the first one is is called Ark by Veronica Roth. Veronica Roth, you know who that now. is? She's the Divergent author. Oh, love um, it. A 49 minute read. I haven't read the descriptions of all these yet. Cool. The second book is called Summer Frost by Blake Crouch, which from what I saw, I was highly regarded as the best one in this collection because he's cool. You know, the, the best author probably of this type of book and is the one who put together this collection. Sure. So that's a hundred minute read. So again, these are these are short. Um, the next one by N.K. Jemison. I don't know if you know who that is, but I don't. Another award winning author. Forty minute read. Next one by Amor Tolls. Amor uh, Tolls, Derek. Uh, Tolls, Tolls. Yeah, a gentleman in Moscow, which you reviewed on this podcast. Yes, my, well, honestly, um, probably my favorite pure writer. His writing is incredible. Yeah. I can't like the fact that you just revealed this book to me is pretty awesome. Yeah. So fifty seven minute read, like a short a short book there. Uh, Paul Tremblay, uh, an 82-minute read in that uh, that one. And then the final one in the collection is by Andy Weir, uh, who wrote The Martian. And the, and that's a 33-minute read. So these all like less than two hours like as this far as like, reading goes. Let's get the best sci-fi slash just fiction writers available yeah. and have them write a short story. Yeah. And, and, I love that. You know, and this is yeah. So I don't know if Amazon's going to do a lot of this. I when I looked, they actually had a few different collections like this. Um, but this caught my eye instantly. Not because you know, not not solely because they're short. Like it's not like I it's like I don't want to read a longer book. But as you know, sometimes my momentum stalls, right? So these are excellent for me, and and I, I'm definitely going to try these out. So I think you could pull um, off 35 minutes. I think you yeah, could I do think it. So too. <laughs> um, and also, as I've said before, I'm a big fan of Blake Crouch and that style. So the fact that he curated this collection with these other authors, just like it's almost like they were like, hey, we should get the book train back here, right? So that, that, um, this is a book train. <laughs> that is a book train. Exactly. Precisely. So wow. So there you board. go. Uh, not, not an official endorsement yet because I haven't read it, but the forward collection on Amazon, um, highly appealing to me and sounds like Steve might give a couple of them a try too. So uh, there you go. I'm there, very pro. Little, Thank you for introducing yeah. me to that. Yeah, of course. Not often you see me introducing you to, to a book, you know? So. Yeah. So brings us into the final drive. Uh, first thing I'll kick off in the final drive, and then you can chime in anything else you end up having, Steve. Um, okay. The first BC tailgate happened this past weekend. Um, Tell me about it. Back after a couple years off. All is excellent, excellent weekend. Um, BC faced Colgate, who's like a not a good team. <laughs> um, no. And BC won 51 to nothing, which was also nice to see the Eags uh, kind of take care of business rather than you know, mess around and, and end up, you know, squeaking by a, a lesser opponent. They take care of business, destroy them. Uh, but also a beautiful day for tailgating, like 70, high 70s and sunny oh, all day. I'm so jealous. Um, excellent atmosphere. We're right back where we were on Brighton campus. Uh, almost the same spot, just two spots over from where we used to be. Um, oh. And we have another group of BC guys right up the, the grass from us. If you remember where our grass was, I right did. up the hill at the top of the, in that little lot at the top of the grass. We have a, a friend's tailgate that happened to be there by chance. Who? And so now we have this like uh, Mike Cavoto and oh, those nice. guys. Cool. And so uh, shout out to Mike Cavoto and, and his tailgate. And so we have this like path through the grass that kind of combines our two tailgates. It's excellent. Oh, so oh, This makes me um, so sad. So, But hey, November 20th, Florida State game at Boston College. You can That's make a that a target one. if you're able to get there for it. So. Hmm. so there you go. There's my shout out to BC tailgate. First one's in the books and uh, looking forward to many more and hopefully a great season by the Eagles. so oh, there you go that just gave me all the feels yeah mm. uh, yeah I hear you so you, well you got else? to actually feel them I did yeah. I did yeah no yeah. no but I but I, I, I hear you feeling them <laughs> like from Florida you can hear you know? me feeling them yeah 
Thanks, yeah, exactly. Derek. Appreciate your empathy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else from you on the final drive? No. This right, that's good. I'm gonna be I like the first, it. I'm going to be the first not to do a final I drive. I like it. And this is yeah. the way I want the final drive to be. So, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. so, Just to make uh, you happy. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that'll do it for episode number 152. Thanks to everybody who submitted questions. Uh, tune back in next time for our picks and see how who's leading the standings after one round of NFL Pick'em. Uh, but that's all for 152. So we'll see you guys next time on You Heard It Here Second. Thanks, guys. Later days. <laughs> <laughs>